You are listening to The Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. In this study, we will break down the Bible from B.C. to A.D. chronologically while offering historical context and real-life application for today. This series is brought to you by the Breakthrough Media Network. Hi, my name is Pastor Dave Engman, and this is my co-host, Scott Brecky. Hi, everybody. And we want to welcome you to the Bible Breakthrough, and we want to thank you for joining us. Ultimately, our goal is to lead you into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. The show notes will be linked in the description of this production. In the last episode, we concluded Era 1 as we read Genesis 11, 1 through 32, scattering the people, the Tower of Babel, the descendants from Shem to Abram, and the family of Terah. The scripture we're going to cover today launches Era 2, God's chosen people. And we're going to read Genesis 12, 1 through 20. God promises a nation to Abraham. The questions you should be considering as you listen are, what does this mean? And how can I apply what I am learning to my life? So before we open up and read the Bible, let's pray. Lord, Father, again, I just reminded that um, that we're here, Lord, and you've called us to teach the word. Help us do that, Lord. Lord, I'm praying for our audience too, Lord, as they uh, listen or watch, Lord, just pray that you would open their ears to hear and help them and teach mm -hmm. them, Lord, because you are the ultimate teacher, Lord. And Lord, uh, just bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So today, we, as I already mentioned, are entering into a new era, a new era of history. This is the second era, and it's called God's Chosen Family. And it leads with the story of Abraham. Despite God's swift judgment of sin, most people ignored God, and they continued to sin. But God revealed himself to Abram, who would be later named or renamed Abraham. And he chose to use Abraham's family to be the instrument of the salvation plan for humanity. Abraham was not chosen because he was a perfect man. In fact, his, his life demonstrated some great flaws. But he also demonstrated great faith in God and in his promises. In fact, God promises a nation to Abraham. And God appeared to Abraham one day and promised to make his descendants into a great nation. Abraham's part of this agreement was to obey God, leaving his homeland and traveling across the known world. Now, through this section, we're going to discover how to live a life of faith. All right, so let's open up the Bible as Scott reads the passage, um, the passage that reveals the call of Abram and learn about Abram and Sarai in Egypt. We're going to read Genesis 11, 1 through 32. Scott, would you read? Yeah, I think it was uh, Genesis 12. Oh, did I say? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Yep, so we're going to do uh, Genesis 12, 1 through 20. And starting with the call of Abram. The Lord had said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you, 
and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran, and headed for the land of Canaan. When they arrived in Canaan, Abram traveled through the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the oak of Morah. At that time, the area was inhabited by the Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your descendants. And Abram built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared to him. After that, Abram traveled south and set up camp in the hill country with Bethel to the west and Ai to the east. There he built another altar and dedicated it to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord. Then Abram continued traveling south by stages toward the Negev. At the time, a severe famine struck the land of Canaan, forcing Abram to go down to Egypt, where he lived as a foreigner. As he was approaching the border of Egypt, Abram said to his wife, Sarai, Look, you're a very beautiful woman. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. Let's kill him. Then we can have her. So please tell them you are my sister. Then, then they will spare my life and treat me well because of their interest in you. And sure enough, when Abram arrived in Egypt, someone noticed Sarai's beauty. When the palace officials saw her, they sang her praises to Pharaoh, their king, and Sarai was taken into his palace. Then Pharaoh gave Abram many gifts because of her, sheep, goats, cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. But the Lord sent terrible plagues upon Pharaoh and his household because of Sarai, Abram's wife. So Pharaoh summoned, Ab summoned Abram and accused him sharply. What have you done to me? He demanded. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister and allow me to take her as my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and get out of here. Pharaoh ordered some of his men to escort them, and he sent Abram out of the country along with his wife and all his possessions. Well done. All right. So, like normal, let's move into the facts. So what are the... What are the uh, facts, Pastor? Well, <clears throat> I came up with four that stand out. There's, there's obviously a lot more there. But the first one is God's call of Abram to the land of Canaan. Mm -hmm. The second is Abram's obedience to this call. That's in verses four, through, 4 and 5. And then the third one is his welcome uh, to the land of Canaan. Four is his journey to Egypt with an account of what happened to him there, which includes Abram's flight and fault in verse 10 through 13, and Sarai's danger and deliverance, verses 14 through 20. So with that, there's you know just a number of key points. I just think this sets up our conversation as we look at you know those four facts. These kind of flow, but I came up with this... Um, I felt like the Lord was kind of revealing something to me about detours. 
uh, Abram, uh, Abraham, um, then known as Abram, took a detour, but God kept his promises to him mm-hmm. and accomplished his will for his life. Faith is a journey, and God is our partner. He gives us say, uh, however, sometimes we end up taking detours, um, kind of like what we just read. So here's an example. Did you notice when we were reading mm-hmm. that Abram was instructed to leave his native country, Ur? He was also instructed to leave his relatives and his father's family and go on faith to, to this unknown land. Mm-hmm. So Abram was supposed to leave alone and go to Canaan, but instead he left Ur, which is Babylon, mm-hmm. with his father uh, Terah, his nephew Lot, and the rest of his family in an act of partial obedience. I say partial obedience, so I'll get to that. Because of this, uh, he only got as far as Haran, where he stayed approximately five years until his father died. Um, because I believe it, this is so important in this scripture, I wanted to revisit it. Because in our last uh, segment, our last episode at the end of Era 1, I kind of brought this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to revisit this interesting thought. First of all, the name Terra means delay. Remember we talked about that? Yep. And the name Haran, which is the, the, the first town that they went to and settled, um, in Hebrew means parched or barren. So when Abram was in partial obedience, delay and barrenness characterized his life. So when we act in partial obedience or disobedience, we may also be experiencing delay and barrenness in our life. So here's a question. Do you feel, and maybe this is a question for you, Scott, or it could be just for our audience. I mean, you know, feel free to, to, to dive into this question. But do you feel as though you're experiencing delay or barrenness in any aspect of your life? I know we talked about it last segment, but just out of curiosity. <laughs> I do, yeah. So if you don't, you know, obviously you know this because I talk to you every, usually every day, but, you know, I can personally tell you that, you know, I'm trying to move right now from our current area to another area, and I feel like it's it's in delay. Like I do, I feel like I'm like, what's going on, Lord? What's going on? But I think what I've learned in sitting in, in this waiting or delay for my for my uh, personality is I tend to go and try to do things myself. I'll either try to, you know, work at work my own working into doing it, or I'll try to buy it and just go and do it rather than waiting for God. So for um for me i think um the delay is where i'm currently sitting at but i'm learning a lot in the delay if that Mm -hmm. makes sense so Mm -hmm. yeah but it isn't easy (laughs) so and it has me questioning things and 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 bringing things to god and asking him about it so but i've just been continuing in, in prayer um i haven't felt like i have had like clear clear direction of what to do yet so so that's 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 where i'm at well and and as we were reading you know 
right at the beginning there, Genesis 12, 1. You know, he said, leave your native country, which he did. Right. Mm -hmm. But he brought with him. He said, leave your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I'm going to show you. And so he did that. He did leave. Mm -hmm. Now, he could have jetted straight across the desert and a much quicker trip right to Canaan. But instead, he followed the rivers north mm -hmm. up to Haran, where he would have just looped down and then followed the Mediterranean down right. to Canaan, which was kind of connected to Egypt. And it's now modern-day Israel, mm -hmm. right? And he gets to Haran. Actually, when we were back in the, in the last segment of the last era, yeah. back in Genesis 11, um, 27, it said, I'm just going to read this. Huh? This is the account of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran was the father of Lot. But Haran died in Ur. Ur of the Chaldeans, mm -hmm. the land of his birth, while his father Terah was still living. Meanwhile, Abram and Nahor both married. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, or Sarai, mm -hmm. and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. I'm going to jump down. But Sarai was unable to become pregnant and had no children. So Sarah, or Sarai, yeah. Uh, she was unable to become pregnant and had no children. She was barren. His wife was barren, right? Mm. One day, Terah took his son Abram. Wait a minute. God told Abram, I want you to go leave everything behind. Mm -hmm. No family, no friends. That sounds hard. <laughs> sounds right? hard. And go. Man. Yet, and he, and he did go, but it said here, you know, in this, this scripture that actually the dad was kind of the, the leader here. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Right? Yeah. Abram almost followed dad. Well, they only got to Haran, yeah. the town of Haran. Mm -hmm. And then five years, they had settled there. And that's where I go back to that idea um, that there is a delay. When we are partially obedient, we we could experience like like Abram did a yeah. delay, right. and while we're in the delay, it's barren, mm -hmm. just like his wife. I just thought that was an interesting, interesting point. But in your situation, um, and then, you know, I, I do you believe that it could be some of the the, the delay that you're experiencing? Could it be because you're not obeying God or you're not being obedient to God? Or could it be maybe partial obedience? Like like in this case, was it, you know, with Abram, he was, he was partially obedient, but he wasn't completely obedient, and there were some consequences to that, right? Right. Um, what do you think? Do you, do, you, do you think that it's a, in your case, maybe? In my obedience own or case? partial obedience? Uh, I don't know. Causing the delay? Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I've been asking, you know, I've been questioning. I just don't feel like I have, like, you know, that's that straight, direct word from the Lord. Like, I feel like He wants us to go down here, but it just maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with it. I'm wrestling with it. 
Right. So, right, right. Maybe. I, well, just, I just find this like, man, can you imagine getting this call that the Lord tells you? Hey, I'm, hey I want you leave everything and go to this place. Oh, and by the way, I'm not going to tell you where, where it, is. it is. Like, that's not easy to do at all. Right. I mean, just imagine if you were placed in an area with all your friends and family and you got this call saying, hey, I'm going to leave. I want you to leave all that behind. And oh, by the way, I want you to leave an area where I'm not going to tell you where to go. But mm-hmm. I'll show I will show you once once you get there, you'll know. I'm just mm-hmm. not going to tell you where it is right now. Right. And then that's a hard that's a hard um, that's a hard call. It that's is. a tough thing. I don't think um, most or many people would do that. But but most I, or many people aren't called Abraham, the father of our faith, either. <laughs> right. right? But he's not called that yet. Well, no, but that gets but later on. I get that, but I mean, God saw what his potential was. Right. It was really going to be up to him, mm-hmm. Abram, yep. to be obedient, and he was yep. obedient partially, and then he became obedient completely, and then he became Abraham, right. Right. and then he became the father of our faith. Now, here's something I would say to our listening audience in general: you know, do you do you feel as though you're experiencing delay or barrenness in any aspect of your life? Mm-hmm. And could it be again, like I kind of cornered Scott here on. Could it be because you're, you know, you're not being obedient. Maybe you're only being partially obedient. And here's the real question then. Are you willing to bring it to God? Are you willing to ask Him about it? Are you willing to make the adjustments that are going to be necessary? I mean, because it boils down to this. You either believe, you either believe God's promises over your life or you don't. Um, before we roll into just uh, some basic applications, Scott, is there any? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna cover, and I'll talk about it in a second here, a lot more in the bonus um, uh, episode to this. But is there anything uh, that stands out that you would just like to cover yeah, briefly? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, really quick. Um, so I just noticed um, after coming off of uh, the Tower of Babel, right, where I where they set up this. You know the, the the city that they were making and the tower and they were going to make a name for themselves and they wanted everybody to see them and they were had kind of pushed God to the side and said, "Hey, this is what we're going to do." This is what I found interesting in this um, in verse um, two or yeah in verse two. I just found that that it was really neat where it says that God is saying, "I will make you great. I will bless you. I will show you." So I just feel like it's, you know, really God establishing, saying, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the one to do it. I, 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 God, 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 rather than the previous chapter mm-hmm. where it was like the people are saying, no, it's me. It's me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a tower. I want to make myself famous. Good point. No, but then in this one, it says, yeah. God's going to bless you. God's going to be the one who's going to make you famous. God's going to be the one who will bless those and curse those who who come in contempt with you. So I just thought that was kind of, kind of an interesting point where, you know, like I had said, I, I had been at points in my life where I was like, no, I'm going to be the one to do it on my own power, my own strength, my own um, income or my own way, where now we see this transition of, you know, God calling Abraham mm-hmm. saying he's going to be the one to do it all. He's going to be the one that's going to uh, lead him and guide him and bless him and and, and make his name famous and, and be the one who's doing it all. So... That's no, I, I, I agree. I think that's a great, great, great point. A great segue too. But you know, it's it's always all about God. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as a believer, we are 
really, we are God's possession. Mm -hmm. You know, He owns us. He bought us. He paid for us. And He owns us. And so it boils down to this. Are you hearing what our Master Mm. is saying, and then are you doing it? Because it really boils down to obedience. We need to be obedient. Mm-hmm. We, that's my heart's desire. I want to be obedient in every thought, every action, and every deed. Mm-hmm. And I fail 50% of the time. Really? Just 50? Probably. Or <laughs> more. <laughs> more. Man, it could be a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I want to encourage you to examine our listening audience here. I want to encourage you to examine uh, yourself. Yeah. Really ask God uh, to reveal these areas of your life where you might be out of alignment. I think that's critical. I know I'm asking Him uh, for that for me, um, and I'm doing that even as we speak in, in this day. Uh, hopefully you can see that God is a God of um, keeping His Word. He's a God of promises that um, He makes promises, but He also accomplishes that for which He says He will accomplish in His Word. And He will accomplish His will for you in, 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 in your life. Um, it may take longer if you take detours. It, certainly, we know that it took five years longer for Abram. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have gotten hung up, if you will, in Haran. Okay? It's, it's a matter of uh, obedience or partial obedience or disobedience. But God will ultimately... For his sons and daughters, for the children, his children, he will accomplish his will uh, for you. And you just must be willing to surrender to him. Mm-hmm. If you do, you're going to begin to see an increase in faith. Um, and that's part of what we want out of this lesson, particularly as we really start to see and begin to understand the father of our faith. We want to see an increase of faith as you learn to trust him and recognize his faithfulness. We hope that you join us for the bonus video to this episode. Uh, We will have in studio author Leslie Jackson. She is actually from Wisconsin, and she is the author of a book called Change Course. Uh, She also wrote a workbook as a follow-up to the book, and we're excited to have her join us in studio. Mm-hmm. We're going to dive deeper into uh, this particular passage of Scripture we read today. Um, we're going to um, actually uh, talk about altars, okay? Uh, in other words, why Abram built altars. We're going to talk about famine, why God would send Abram into Egypt during a famine. We're going to talk about lies and the father of our faith, lies and the father of our faith. That's interesting. And God uses uh, the final thing, and and others, but God uses everything, including Pharaoh, uh, to get Abram back to Canaan. So um, we want to thank you. I want to thank you, Scott, again, for being a part of what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, This is so much fun doing this with you, man. I wouldn't want to do it with any other brother (laughs) from another mother, but one with the same father. Amen. Amen. Give me a little fist bump. Uh, We look forward to seeing you again in our next uh, episode, which will be Era 2, Episode Mm 2. And uh, also hope to see you watching or observing our our, uh, bonus video that's coming up to follow. So thank you. God bless. God bless. Thank you. 
thank you for tuning in to The Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and will join us again for more of the Bible from B.C. to A.D. We are a volunteer-driven ministry and rely on you to help us get the word out to the world. Please like this podcast on Facebook, share it to your page, and continue to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. This has been a broadcast of the Breakthrough Media Network.